0: Oh good morning, David. Oh, what's up? Was that, <laughs> was that too loud go. in your too loud in your phones? No,
1: no, no, no. Just the camera and oh, my up my nose. Oh, it's all yeah, good. Well,
0: I mean that's that's on you, bro.
1: Yeah, I know. That's, I a know. You,
0: that's a you thing. I can shift you over a little bit. That's the power of that's the power of this broadcast. That's right, we're on YouTube. I'm actually broadcasting us, David, live on Twitter today as well, at Locked On Hornet. So if you haven't followed us there, do that. Follow us on Instagram as well. Let me show you this. If you follow us on Instagram, if you follow Discovering CLT on Instagram, you have a chance to win two tickets fourth row courtside with Crown Club access. That means free food and drinks to Saturday's. Hornets Game versus the Portland Trailblazers. So you gotta follow us. You gotta follow at Discovering CLT. They have the best pictures of the Queen City. It's a great way to follow what's going on in Charlotte. Tag at least one friend, like this post. Winner's going to be announced Friday at 6.30 p.m. So do that. Yeah,
1: guys. Yeah, guys. If you ever want to see how the other half lives, this is the way to do it. You get that. <laughs> free uh, you hot dogs. They just eat a lot of hot dogs. Free beverages. Um, they've got some free foods beforehand. They've got some free adult beverages during the game. So if it's a blowout, uh, don't stay in there. Uh, don't do that. Get back out of your seats. But go in there and check it out for sure.
0: Have you ever sat courtside, David? Had the pleasure have, of doing I've been
1: lucky. That? If, I've been lucky enough to do that. It's one of the best. It's 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 the best seat in sports. I'm going to say it.
0: You're the closest to the action of it's any of the major sports. I mean, you can you can see the sweat beads dripping off of them.
1: Well, the first. Thing I know though, that's why I go to an this, NBA game. <laughs> yeah, it's the size of the players and and how quick everything happens. It's 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 unbelievable. So definitely follows, <clears throat> follows there and get in for that chance to win those ticks.
0: All right, it's a Draft. dot com Wednesday. We're going to preview this game against the the Houston Rockets tonight, and we're also going to talk about uh, this article that Kareem Abdul Jabbar wrote for the Guardian. It has some interesting thoughts on the NBA possibly possibly taking over for the nfl in terms of america sports want to know what you think on that on the live chat youtube.com forward slash locked on hornets and also uh, we got to get into david's road rage really got to talk about that because it's (laughs) becoming an issue for the show and it's becoming an issue for the public health of charlatans everywhere okay with that
1: well we need to talk about pedestrian courtesy for drivers (laughs) so we need to talk about we'll talk
0: about it all all right let's start the show All right, this is Locked On Hornets, your daily podcast on the Charlotte Hornets and the NBA. I am Doug Branson, your master of ceremonies. I cover the Charlotte Hornets for Fan Rag Sports, and I'm joined from the mean streets of Cotswold. He's been covering the Hornets for at thehive.com since they were the Bobcats. David Walker.
1: That's right, the Bobcats. Could have been the Bobcats, could have been the Flight could have been uh some other stuff i'm just i'm just glad it's the hornets doug let's just be glad we got back to that
0: we are coming to you live from the gittimer.com studios in B E A beautiful uptown charlotte on this draft.com wednesday sign up for draft.com use our promo code lo hornets to get a free game it's like fantasy sports but it's better david should we do a should we try again to do a draft.com challenge only hornets only Rockets in honor of tonight's game. We tried to do it a couple of uh, we tried to do it last week with Hornets Warriors last week. Right, and you couldn't right, right. you couldn't handle it. Can you handle that's it today?
1: Not that's not accurate. What happened was it auto drafted for me for some reason. So I can't help what the app, you know, if the app wants me to win, if the universe wants me to win, Doug. Well
0: don't allow no, don't it allow it. Don't allow it to auto draft from you for you. Let's play, let's play the game as it should be played. Uh, one more mention, too. We've got all kinds of merchandise on tpublic.com, unique gifts for fans of this show, for fans of the Hornets. I want to give you one thing. So it's not just T-shirts. I want to show you this. This is. A, I think this is a cool gift, the Buzzamania Purple Mug. Check that out. That'd be a cool Christmas gift for a fan of the show. And I know the Hornets on Fire t-shirt right now, flying off the shelves. Uh, everything's on sale on tpublic.com. Just search Locked on Hornets. Get a few things there. Okay. Should we start the show by talking about this game tonight against Houston? get that out of the way. It's on ESPN, 9.30 oh my p.m. God. This one's going to be a really? late one. Uh is the it Hornets, really on ESPN? It is on ESPN. The Hornets, <laughs> you didn't know this?
1: This is breaking news to you, David. This is breaking news to me. This is why I tune in and I'm on the podcast for you to tell me stuff. It's Go not ahead.
0: it's 9:30 p.m., so this one this one's a hot one. This one's a late one. The Hornets will be wearing their classic jerseys on the road in front of a national television audience. And uh this is this is here's the situation for the Hornets. They're coming off a win against the Oklahoma City Thunder where they finally 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 got their offense and their defense on the same page. That's exciting. You saw three-point shooting returned. They shot over 50%. It was a season high for the Hornets from beyond the arc, and they will certainly need that tonight against the Houston Rockets, who play very well offensively, David.
1: Yeah, they do, Doug, but you know what? They also play very well defensively. I mean, we mm-hmm. talked about you know, this is surprising looking at this, and, and I don't know if, if folks have not tuned into the NBA and particularly the Western Conference much at all this season, you may be surprised to know it's not the Golden State Warriors, Doug. It's it's the Houston Rockets. They're they're the best record in the league, the best record in the West. And it looks to be for real, man. I mean, you mentioned their offense, but their defense is just as impressive. Seventh in defensive rating right now in the NBA. And of course that's a mark of a really good team, but we talk about all the time. Warriors and how their defense is not talked about enough. But to be honest with you, that was surprising to me. With uh, with the Houston Rockets, they really lock you down on defense too.
0: Absolutely, and a big—they're eighth in the league in defensive rating uh, right now, and uh, the Hornets are tenth in defensive rating. So they've they've started to get that.
1: See, I had sevens. I had seventh, Doug, and see, I think basketball reference and maybe stats.nba. They're not on you know, the same maybe. page. They're not on the same page, so we want to give all the perspectives.
0: The real story, the the defense is certainly a story on the Houston Rockets, but I think the biggest story around this team right now is the return of Chris Paul. He missed the first 14 games for the Houston Rockets, back for these last 10, and the Rockets are 10-0 and in that span. He's returned, and unsurprisingly, he has made them a lot better. The Rockets are outscoring opponents since his return by an average of 17.6 points. That's a blowout. Houston has an assist to turnover ratio of 1.77 over the past 10 games, up from a 1.3 ratio the first 15 games of the season. The Rockets are shooting 49.3% from the floor and 41.5% from beyond the arc up from 45 and 34 the first 15 games. And finally, Houston is averaging 10.4 steals over the past 10 games, up from 8.8 steals per game the first 15 games of the season. So, And you're seeing them stagger, right? So it's not just Paul and Harden. It's Paul on the floor with maybe the second unit, Harden on the floor with the second unit at times. They're, uh, Dan Tony doing a great job of making sure that one of those guys is on the floor to terrorize teams at all times, both defensively and offensively.
1: Yeah, what was your initial, initial reaction when Chris Paul made that move to Houston? Did you think it was going to work? Did you think it was too much? Did you think he was going to help Harden by taking some of the ball handling responsibilities off him? Just curious.
0: I, I think that talent always always right. helps talent always out, right? talent always wins out and i think w- i well, wasn't as worried because about, i right? feel like chris paul just is is one of those players that that likes to to make other players better and i felt like if dan tony could find a way to get them on the floor by themselves at times it was going to work a lot better than if he just tried to get those both of those players on the floor at the same time at all times and i think they're starting yeah. to do that and like you said part of the improvement that the Houston Rockets have had this season that has taken them up into the level where people are going, oh, they could possibly compete with the Golden State Warriors is their defense. And that's one thing that Chris Paul has certainly given them, turning defense into offense. I mean, this is a scary team. This is a scary Houston Rockets team that knows how to score in a variety of ways, and if you want to beat the Rockets, if the Hornets want to beat the Rockets tonight, they are going to have to score because the Rockets have only lost one game this season when opponents score under 100, so they, and they've only had three games where they scored less than 100, yep. and they lost all three of those, but that's three out of 25 games. And they have the ability to come back against good defensive teams. They showed that against the Pelicans. They showed that against the Portland Trail Blazers. So uh, this this yeah. is going to be another tough matchup for the Hornets. I don't necessarily expect a win, but you hope they, they keep that competitive fire that they had against OKC and put up a good fight.
1: Yeah, think back to the first game the Hornets and the Rockets played in Charlotte earlier this season. And the Hornets... We're hanging tough, but every time they tried to climb back into it, there was a a, a three, you know, a, th- a back breaking three from the Houston Rockets, and that that's kind of what they do. I mean, the three pointers are obviously a big weapon in their arsenal. Charlotte allows thirty one per game. Houston shoots about forty three per game, Doug. I mean, they shoot thirty seven percent,
0: twelve more, and, and the Hornets yeah, and, are, sh- and the Hornets allow a lot, and they still shoot yeah. twelve more.
1: Yeah. And they, and they make a lot. So, I mean, but they get those shots up. I think, did they shoot 53s when they were in Charlotte? I'm going to pull that up real quick, but I know they shot quite a few, but that's, you know, you have to do all you can to keep those attempts down, but it's not a strength of the Hornets and it is a strength of the Houston Rockets and they know what they want to do and they do it really well. And let's, you know, we haven't even mentioned James Harden yet. And our friend, Justin Thomas is probably burning up right now because, yeah, he's he's in he's in full MVP mode right now. He's playing out of his mind, and he's just really hard to stop. Has given the Hornets fits over the last two three years. You know, MKG, man, I, every day he's got to go out and guard one of these superstars, and it's, it's just exhausting.
0: James Harden probably going to be the first uh, player selected in our Draft. dot com challenge. David, I sent the invite, so why don't you go ahead and uh, get us started on there. And I'm going to tell people about Draft.com. Fantasy basketball fans, listen up. If you love fantasy basketball, then you need to try our favorite app. It's called Draft. It's daily fantasy basketball, but it's better because it's not like the other guys. On Draft, you play real live snake drafts with other people, just like in your season-long lead league. It's a draft that lasts for just one night, and there's no management. You just set it, and you forget it once you're done drafting. That's it. No trades, no waiver wire. Draft even takes care of last-minute injuries for you. Drafts start every couple of minutes so you can join one right now, and the best part is you can play for cold, hard cash. Drafts start from just $1, so there's a draft for everyone. Come and join us on Draft.com today. Download the app anytime. Just search Draft in your app store, and you can join a game in minutes or play right from your computer on Draft.com, whatever, whenever you want. For a limited time, only all new players get a free entry into a draft when you make your first deposit, but you have to use our promo code LOHORNETS. That's right. You can play a real money game for free right now just using our promo code LOHORNETS on your first deposit on draft. Uh, So just in a few seconds, David and I are going to draft it up here uh, on the show, and it's Hornets versus Rockets, David. Remember that. We're restricting ourselves. So you can pick a Hornet. You can pick a Rocket. Do I have to make the first pick? Is that you is have that, the first pick? All right, so you I'm going to take. I'm going obviously I'm going to take James Harden. He was somebody that the Hornets really could not stop, and and they played really tough defense against Harden, and and couldn't overcome uh, what he was able to provide. The pick is in for David. David's taking Chris Paul, and this is a snake draft, so David's going to get to pick again. And of course, you go Kemba Walker. That's a that's a solid that's a solid pick there. So I'm gonna have to scroll and find these these players. Yeah, I couldn't
1: filter on Houston. Um if somebody out there
0: All right, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take them. I'm gonna take Lamb because he scored twenty he's probably going to get the start tonight for Nick Batum. Nick Batum listed as doubtful. And I'm gonna have to make another pick here. All right, I'm gonna have to really like scroll here to find these find these players. All right, I'm gonna take Ryan Anderson because I'll tell you why. He only he only had 7.6 draft points in this last one. He was a little off from the three point line. I think he was an Ofer. But since Chris Paul's return, Ryan Anderson's shooting almost ten points better from beyond the arc, ten percentage points better. So I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go all three point shooting here. So I've got two of my guards, I've got two uh one of my forwards, PJ yeah. Tucker still available at the forward position. And Dwight, the I'll forwards. tell you. I'll tell you, forwards, Dwight Howard could have a good game searching. in this one as well because the Rockets tend to like to go small. Howard might have an opportunity to punish them if given the chance. And you're going I, Dwight Howard. I very... think
1: I just selected Dwight.
0: Yeah, very <laughs> smart, very smart pick.
1: That's one. Yeah, it was auto. It was also smart. Um, all right. I listen. I need. There we
0: go. Who are you going with? All there?
1: right, I'm taking Marvin here for the three pointers. Like you mentioned, maybe he continues his little hot streak.
0: All right, now I've got to see if I can filter.
1: Yeah, it's tough. That's the challenge when uh you play Russell. This by is, these this is the draft
0: this is the draft dot com challenge. I'd love to get Clint Capella. There we go. He's having a career year so far.
1: Yeah, that's what I want. I wanted Dwight and Capella, but they both had a center position, so that's impossible.
0: And, and, and with my final pick, because I have the no, you have the final pick. I'm gonna go Luke Bob Mute here. Oh no, I can't yeah, yeah. because he is a Yeah. Yeah, see what do I have left? I've got a forward left. Why can't I take that? This is going, this is going stellarly for me. Maybe we should, maybe we should not do the Hornets (laughs) and the Rockets until we can. You can't
1: bail now. No, no, no. Who did you take? Oh, oh, okay. So now we're just going to change the rules. I will, I will, I think I can, I can. I see how it is. (laughs) Wow. Okay. I would like everyone to notice what Doug just did. All right. He me for a week for not, Complying with the rules. See, this then, is your on his last pick... This is your just, this th- just just, th- just throws out freaking Giannis.
0: <laughs> this is your rage. Oh my!
1: This God. This is your
0: rage taking over I, again, I, David. I feel, you I, you have a I, serious. I
1: feel, I feel as if anyone would feel wronged and slighted by that. Just just oh,
0: you have a serious
1: Backroom move. That's, that's nothing. You are listening to the Locked On Hornets Podcast.
0: Thoughts on the news about Cody Zeller's injury? That's a tough
1: one, man. I mean,
0: what the f*** it, dude? Uh-oh. He's
1: just injured, man. It's okay. it's okay. He's Look, just, you know, injuries just happen. He didn't want <laughs> to get injured, okay, David? But, uh, Sorry, guys. I just had someone jump out in front of my vehicle. That's uh, That was understandable. Only on the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
0: I can probably fix the draft.com thing. I can probably. What do you mean? (laughs) Quote on the chat saying, hashtag cheating. I can probably, maybe, I don't know.
1: Maybe I'll. I don't know. What else can you call it? Exactly. (laughs) Rascals.
0: We got to talk about this. So this is what happened yesterday on the show. We're doing the show. We're doing this live show on YouTube. And all of a sudden, David uh, uh, curses some, what were they, teenagers?
1: Yeah. So let me. Yeah. So for those of you that don't know, so on occasion I will have to call into the show from my vehicle,
0: which is amazing, uh, by the way. Let's stop and just start there. You sometimes do this show from the car. That's it's, that is amazing. It's perfectly,
1: it's perfectly safe. Uh, I do have my trusty AirPods in, as you guys know. So I've got my eyes on the road, and I, I try not to, you know, get too crazy out there. But that's look. If we want to do the show at eight o'clock, um, this came about organically um and you know sometimes we have to go that route so this is one of those days and as i'm driving into uh my office area there is a crosswalk now at this crosswalk i see these three youngsters right they've they've clearly been out running the trails they're they're going to continue their run and cross the street i see them
0: running they the clearly. trails what does running the trails mean yeah, yeah, yeah. do, do so, these so, these kids are they like cross country are they like yeah, yeah, runners yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah.
1: I'm assuming I didn't stop. I did stop. I almost hit one of them. Um, I wanted to pummel them, but I did not. Watch your yeah, language the, in front of the lady, punk. Exactly. So yeah, there's trails, right? And they come out and they cross the road. Just cross, people walk back there. People hike. People run. What have you? Whatever you want to do.
0: Um, See, I thought I, I thought these were these were just slackers. These were just youths. Uh, wasting their time well, and, and crossing the street. You're, you're describing as they are they are motivated runners, David. And you're trying to. What I'm hearing is you're trying to run them down. You're trying to take out Charlotte's Dug. finest young runners in your in your death machine. Let me
1: tell you what you don't do when you come to a crosswalk. You don't challenge the cars. Okay, these guys See? definitely saw me. They what? This you, is your you,
0: this is your car bias. As someone who bikes in Charlotte, I bike to work almost uh, every day. Let's don't get started I have bikes. to defend these again. These brave souls out there whoa, whoa, whoa. running, worrying about There's their health as as my co-host attempts to slaughter them in his death machine.
1: Wow. Okay, well this is just being painted in all different sorts of lights. I think <laughs> If you're on the road, if you share the road, you have a responsibility to watch out for others and yourself. If a car is coming down the hill at 40 to 50 miles an hour, let's say 40, uh, and you see that car. You can
0: say 40, but you also said 50, which makes me think it was 50.
1: Here's what you don't do, Doug. You don't <laughs> see the car. Stop your run. Stop the run. Stop the run. At least someone Two. stopped. Two. It's a road. I'm not on the sidewalk. It's a. It's a road. Two of these youngsters stopped, like responsible almost adults. The ringleader, the troublemaker, slows down, walks out into the middle of the road, and stares the car down. Now listen, this is eight o'clock on a on a Tuesday morning. People are going into work. There's several cars behind me. Okay, this is a tra- this is a traffic hazard. I slowed down enough, and you know what he did? He gives me the. He stares me down. He he holds out his arms. He gives looks right in my windshield and that's when oh, he holds me out curse his arms like
0: like up in the air like, "Hey, what are you doing, buddy?" I love that. That's my go-to move on the bike.
1: You so, got you got to so let when people you see know, a,
0: "Hey, when you see what are you doing, coming? buddy?"
1: When you see a car coming, uh-huh. you you jump out in front of it. That's your go-to move.
0: No, I know, but you okay, know what? Then, they, they teach you when you're when you're biking in the city to get big, to be a little aggressive because you want to let people know, hey, I'm here. That's a good way to get run over. I'm here. No, it's not. It's actually a good way to stay safe, David, let me tell you. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And 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 a great way to stay safe is if others pay attention like you. Would you say, David, that you have because you are very upset by this and I would you say you have a problem with road rage?
1: No. So this was,
0: just a this, this was just a this was just a special car. circumstance. You've you've what's the maddest you've, you've ever been on the road? Jumped
1: out in front of the car and tried to take me on. So you're is yeah. that
0: the maddest you've ever been on the road? What's the maddest you've ever been on the road? In Charlotte. Oh god. What just really gets get... your goose? Children so kids in the crosswalk. That's that's the that's the pinnacle of Charlotte terrible driving experience. Do you know the
1: rules? You? Do you know the rules of the crosswalk? It, it wasn't a stop. It was a crosswalk. And that's that's if, if there's a lesson to take away from this kid, don't challenge the cars. If they're if they're in the road, don't jump out in front of them. We've got two differing
0: difficult. opinions here on the chat. Lamont saying pedestrians always have the right of way, and quote saying always yield to anything over a ton. Exactly. I'm telling David that he's in the death machine. And that these these he was trying to take out Charlotte's finest youth who are Just trying to take care of their health, just trying to get a little run going on.
1: If they had the right of way, why'd they stop? That's a good question, (laughs) right, Doug? If they had the right of way, why'd they stop? Why'd they stop then walk slowly? This is locked on Hornets. Our boys got to go Cobra
0: Kai. We got to go eighties villain defense. Grow a goatee. Do the uh, gladiator stab them real quick in the ribs before the game. Have an Eastern game? European accent only on the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
1: We live in the city, Char. We live in the city. Do you, Char- do, city, do you ride? Do you ride your? Do you ride your bike on the sidewalk or the road?
0: I ride it on the street. Okay. You have to ride on the street. That's the safest well, place. Don't tell that's that the to safest place to ride.
1: To on the sidewalk. That's annoying too.
0: Yeah, it. Well, it is, and it's dangerous. Yeah. It's a great way to. Yeah. If you're on a bicycle in Charlotte, where people don't know how to deal with bicycles anyway, or pedestrians like David, then you have to ride on the street. If to you have to get big. That's what the Hornets have to do tonight, by the way. Listen, they have to, they have to get, all, they have to get big. And they <laughs> I, have understand,
1: to, I understand pedestrians always have the right of way. Um, you, but, no,
0: see, you hold on, hold on, hold on. You obviously don't understand it if you say it that I way. I love when people do this. Hold on, we have to talk about it. I love when people do this, so they say, I understand that, and then they say X in a way that... that obviously they don't i understand that pedestrians have the right of way no you obviously no, don't understand always
1: that. i put the emphasis on always <laughs> because nothing is always you're going to tell me you always have the right of way regardless of anything ever happening around you it's ridiculous
0: just don't can i can i the pull the i'm trying i'm trying desperately to pull this show back to the hornets
1: i mean you're the one yeah go ahead <laughs>
0: You've obviously lost this argument, David, and I'd like to pull this show back to the Hornets. The Hornets have to get big tonight, David, because the Houston Rockets are getting so Just don't
1: be an idiot out there. I think is what I'm saying. Though. Just don't be an idiot, and we'll all get along, okay?
0: David, you, as the person that is in the one-ton metal death machine, there's Did nothing I that those no. runners could do to harm you. This, They are not, you know, exactly. they're not they 12 to, they point bucks. That. They are not, you know, my dad who lives in the rural parts of East Tennessee uh, hit a bull uh, recently. He's fine. Everything's OK. But the bull totaled the car. I'm going to say that those runners in Charlotte have no chance of totaling your car. You watch for them. You yield for them. I was
1: watching for them. I did yield for them. I did slow down. If I had to slam on my brakes because this moron jumped out in front of the car, (laughs) think of Marty McFly (laughs) dropping from the tree and Back to the Future. That's what this was. This is the timing we're talking about. Marty McFly, (laughs) George McFly, sorry. George McFly drops from the tree. Yeah, come on. Get it right. The car stops. Well Marty jumped out to push him away. This is the this is the split second decision that had to happen. Had I been rear ended by the car behind me, then didn't we'd yeah, be talking about Who knows about a whole what other who knows
0: story. what would have happened? You may have married your mother. Who knows what would have yeah. happened?
1: Always have the right of way, I guess. Go ahead.
0: Okay, the Hornets have to get big in this matchup because the Houston Rockets are getting small. Uh, they, they like to go to this. It's not very often that they do this, but when they put P.J. Tucker at the five, and P.J. Tucker is all of six foot seven inches tall. This is not a center, but they play him at the five sometimes, very sparingly, usually late in the game. They did it in their comeback against Portland uh, two games ago. It's the Draymond Green death lineup type of small, uh, but it's very effective. 76 possessions this season. They are The Rockets are plus 62 when P.J. Tucker is at the five per 100 possessions, according to Cleaning the Glass. They've scored a point and a half per possession and held opponents under one. Both of those numbers, if you're not a, an NBA nerd like us, both of those numbers, very, very good. They do it so that they can switch every screen. They do it so they can be good defensively. But they're but PJ Tucker and Emba uh, Mute shooting a lot better. Ryan Anderson, all these guys shoot threes so well. James Harden, obviously, that they can get away with it. They can get away with it offensively uh, to get better defensively. But the Hornets have the size with Dwight Howard to punish them on the other end of the floor. So it'll be interesting to see if Houston tries to get away with the small lineup against a team that has a traditional big. Because Portland, they have them, but they're just not very effective. Leonard off the bench, Noah Vonley. I think they still have a Plumlee somewhere stashed away.
1: Who doesn't? Yeah, I think Charlotte also has to get to their strength, which has lately been getting to the free throw line, Doug. Uh, In the losses, in the only four losses... Opponents for the Rockets have shot 29 free throws. So that's been something that's allowed their opponents to stay in games. It's allowed to slow the game down a little bit. Uh, so Charlotte, we know that's, you know, one of their keys and how they've been kind of generating scoring here this this season. So they really try need to try and get back to the line get some fouls and convert when they get there that'll help them in this effort i mean they're going to need a lot of things to go their way
0: i think a big performance from jeremy lamb has to happen has to shoot his three-point shot much better than he has been uh was two of seven in that game against oklahoma city one of the few players not uh, to be uh very accurate from the three point line he has to get back to that tonight if the hornets have a chance to win again espn 9 30 p.m and they are wearing their classic jerseys, so you want to tune in to that one. Real quick before we go, have to talk about this article. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar wrote in The Guardian titled, The NBA and not the NFL is the League of America's Future. And the thesis to this article, David, is essentially that the NBA is poised to take the title of America's sport from the NFL's mantle. Now this is something that a lot of NBA heads, including this show, has been talking about for a long time that it's not going to happen tomorrow that that it may not happen for five ten years but that the nba is slowly but surely creeping up on the heels of the nfl for a variety of reasons i mean the nba final ratings the nba finals ratings still match an nfl regular season sunday so there's a long way to go in terms of ratings, in terms of national appeal for the NBA. But, David, um, what do you think? I don't know if you had a chance to read this article, but he goes over a couple of things. The danger of the NFL being one, the NBA taking social stands as being another reason why the NBA is, is equipped for the future. What do you think? NBA on the heels of the NFL.
1: I mean, it's certainly more progressive, right? They want their players out there to have more of a voice. The NFL does not clearly. Um, that's not something they want to get involved in. So, uh, but some of the backlash you saw to that, you know, has me questioning whether or not the NBA just as a popularity, uh, measure can get there. Um, I think like you said, I don't, I don't think it's going to happen, you know, in the next year, five years, even 10 years. I mean, it'll take a collective shift, I think, in the, I don't know, national consciousness or, or, um, Uh, for people to be able to, you know, watch the NBA. I mean, let's face it. A lot of people don't like the NBA um, because, you know, it's predominantly African-American and you see those guys up front and center, whereas they're a little more shielded in football uh, with the helmets on and, and they don't want them to speak out as much. So there's a lot of negative backlash when the players did try to step up and do something that you might, see in the NBA more with like the kneeling and and more of the outspokenness.
0: I think one of the interesting things in this article, though, David, is that Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is somebody who is recognized as being uh, socially active, as somebody that is not afraid to speak out on issues of any kind, but he began this article with the danger of the NFL being the driving force behind the NBA's ability to catch up in the future. Again, this is not going to happen tomorrow, but in the future because we're seeing these (laughs) these dangerous hits that yeah. have always been in the sport. That's important to note like the Shazeer hit, the the one on Savage in Houston where where he looked uh, a dazed, possibly a seizure on the on the field, like yeah. it, th- these kind of things hap- have been happening for a long time. It's just we're now starting to notice it and the players are getting bigger, faster, stronger, becoming human missiles. And so the hits take on an even deadlier uh, uh, kind of uh, connotation when you talk about the long-term, and that's not happening in the NBA. You're seeing guys get bigger, faster, stronger in the NBA, but the injuries are happening to the knees. They're happening to the ankles. There are obviously long-term effects to playing any professional sport because you're asking your body to do something that it wasn't built to do. But we're not talking about head injuries, right? It's not, it's, not as, no. it's not as depressing, as sad to see a guy's mind go away. As, well, it's not as depressing or sad to see the knees go away as it is to see a guy's ability to think, ability to function go right. away. Um, so these we, kind uh, of things, we, are, I think, will fuel the NFL's slow decline and the NBA's yeah, but, increase.
1: And it's going to take like a, a, a generation or two of declining participation in football, right? Like, like youth football numbers, I, I think are going down, I guess. But, you know, basketball has the popularity, but it feels like that's what it'll take, a whole new generation. I just don't know if people are just going to stop watching. Um, it, it doesn't seem like anything can stop that freight train.
0: No, absolutely not. And I think the, the NFL has always had a product – that was much more fascinating to watch on television because of the, the stops and starts. And, you know, it's, a, it's, a, it's easier to consume. It only happens once a week, so it's event television. I think if the NBA, as they look to the future, if they, if they want to become more relevant, it, they're going to have to start to make tough decisions about the number of games that they play. I think 80, 82 is first of all we know it's an arbitrary number it's a random number it's not so, it's not something that makes any sense uh, if you look over the history of the league they it, again there's no there's just no rhyme or reason to it and they I think they have to look at slowly reducing the number of games that these players play for one to make sure that the stars of the league are healthy for the playoffs so that they don't have to start the season, you know, start, you know, keep starting the season earlier and earlier to accommodate what the science is saying, which is players need rest in between games in order to prevent some of these injuries that we're seeing as they get bigger, stronger, faster. As the sci- See the science is getting better in terms of making their bodies do things that the body shouldn't do, the body would not normally be capable of doing, but we're not allowing enough recovery time. That's what the science is saying, right? But I think they have to reduce the number of games for that. But also, also, you see it, David. The season, the NBA season right now at this moment is not relevant in the national conversation. We're seeing it in our, like, and people want things to be either cemented or over very quickly. We're seeing it in Hornets land where, you know, they've gotten off to this slow start, the Hornets have. And you've seen our listeners be like, it's over. It's over. Call it season over. Well, and, and We're not even, even in watching. January some yet. People,
1: some people aren't even watching yet. I mean, a lot of people aren't watching yet.
0: But people are used to because they're used yeah. to seasons like like in the NFL developing over the course of four or five weeks, four or five games, and not you know the the months long schedule of the NBA and the second season that is the playoffs, and where you go through you know a couple of months, and that not that doesn't necessarily determine things in the NBA.
1: Yeah. And like we haven't even talked about the fantasy angle of this, you know, we're sponsored by draft today. But I mean, NFL fantasy is obviously a monster. Like people are, are going to be driving interest through that. So they're going to keep watching. But the one thing, and tell me if I missed this in this article or this writing by um, Kareem. Um, like the NBA's ability to keep the attention year round, you know, like this offseason was nonstop. I mean, yeah. I think that is a feather in their cap that they're able to now generate big boost. year big boost, year round attention. Or that used to be only the NFL and they do they were geniuses about it because they spaced everything out. They'd have, you know, the schedule release and then free agency and then preseason would start and then something else. And the NBA has kind of shifted to that. So they've they've tried to kind of match them up. To to keep attention.
0: Well, part of that is that the NBA has been very smart about embracing social media and embracing people spreading their product on social media, on YouTube, on Twitter, on Facebook, and not locking those highlights down and saying, you can't can't spread this. You can't spread this product that, well, we want people to see it, but you can't spread
1: it. And access for games. I mean, as much as we bag on League Pass, if you want it, you can get it, right? Like, I mean, you know, the the channel which with through which you get it may be bumpy and maybe be laggy, but you can you can get it in just about wherever you want. Whereas, like the NFL, I just saw yesterday, you know, I, I think starting like next week or certainly with the playoffs, you'll be able to go through mobile, um, any carrier, and and get coverage. Whereas before, it was like just through Verizon, mm. which make no sense. So you're seeing some of that, them open that up, but yeah, the NBA has been at the forefront of that with highlights and, and things like that. So um, it's definitely interesting. I mean, I think a lot of people feel that way um, and I don't think Kareem was saying that it's going to happen like today or tomorrow, like we said, it'll but be tough to that. reduce
0: the number of games because there's money on the line. There's ticket revenue on the line, but I think the, the NBA has to start looking at the long term. You can, you know, filling filling every seat for every game, as opposed to filling half the seats for eighty two games. There's got to be more stake. The, the regular if, season in the yeah. NBA lacks stakes until after you're have, Christmas.
1: And if you're going to have someone to make that change, right? We've seen how progressive Silver has been and listening to things and trying to change things and bringing things up that you would think would never be touched. Uh, the drafting, the one year rule. So things like that, and the 82 game rule would be would be a huge one, <laughs> but uh, they're definitely looking to improve it.
0: Let us know what you think on Twitter at Locked On Hornets, or you can uh, join us on the live show uh, YouTube.com forward slash Locked On Hornets. We want to know what you think on this: is the NBA close? How close are they? Are they years? Are they decades away? From uh, taking over as America's sports, or maybe it, maybe it doesn't happen at all. But we've seen evolutions. Like baseball used to be America's sport, boxing used to be America's sport. Like we're these sure. things change, attitudes shift, and and I think we're we're in a country right now that is that is shifting politically, emotionally, socially. So I think the time is ripe for the NBA. And uh, I think they're making some, some good moves in that area. Okay, that's all the time we have for this episode of Locked on Hornets. We'll be back tomorrow with a recap of tonight's game. We're going to stay up late, try to figure this thing out. Hopefully the hornets stay competitive. Kimba after the game against OKC said that that was a vision of what the hornets can be. So what I'm looking for for, for, for what I'm looking for from tonight, David, is if they can maintain that vision. Not win, not whatever. If they win, they win. If they lose, they lose. But can they maintain that vision? Can they hit three-point shots? Can they maintain defensive consistency for four quarters? Can they prevent themselves from having a 15-, 16-point quarter like we saw in many games previous and in the game, in the first game against the Houston Rockets? So that's what I'll be watching for tonight. Thanks so much for listening to Locked On Hornets here on the Locked On Podcast Network. For David, I'm Doug, saying, stay safe out there, Charlotte. David's inside. It's okay. Share the road. Walk around. Be free. Be free, Charlotte.